Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! with you on a Wednesday morning. We are happy to be with you as always, wherever you're listening to us. We appreciate it. Be it at supertalk.fm or wherever you get podcasts, we love to hear that you're listening to us. And if you're listening to us and you like what you hear, why don't you go over to uh, wherever you're reviewing podcasts and give us that Five star. You didn't say it. You gotta, we say it together. That's the thing. People just know it's in my head. No, that doesn't work for me. Here we go. One more time. At five, five star, star review, and uh, and take care of us there. And remember, as always, you can dog cuss us in the in the comments. Just the five stars is what matters the most to us. We appreciate you guys tuning in, especially the servicemen and women out there who are taking care of us. Hopefully, you're headed home for Thanksgiving. Remember, I've I've already issued a standing order that all. Mississippi State fan personnel be brought home for the Egg Bowl. Hopefully that, uh, that that those orders have been conveyed up the chain of command. We'll see what happens. Also want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. We, we doubled up today. I know you went to Strange Brew. I went I to Churn and Spoon. Look at that. I had enough calories on the counter there that I could have a milkshake. So I got me a little small milkshake. I got a... Uh, and I felt very good about myself. A large southern pecan. Southern pecan. Now, so I hear southern pecan, I think beer. Well, this was coffee. And... Uh, how was you know, that? How many, you know, many calories was in mine? Zero. Is there no calories in coffee? Not in black coffee, no. Well, I don't, I say I don't that, know. And, and, I, and I put uh, Splenda in it, so like two packs of Splenda. So, so there's literally Living zero, dangerously zero over there. Just just sheer just fuel for me. I like know, that. It gets the blood pumping. I got you. I got you. Well, for a big Ben Howland presser. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's phenomenal coffee. It was, it was. Uh, and of course, like turning spoon ice cream, took care of me. The sea turtle milkshake is my favorite. Salted caramel ice cream, chocolate sauce, and a whipped cream on top. That's why That's why I walk the walk in the morning, so I can have one of those at night. <laughs> Amen, brother. You, you exercise, you can eat. That's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's right. Speaking of the phenomenal coffee, ahead of the Ben Howland press conference, he's on to us, man. He hasn't said phenomenal all He's year. on to us. Yeah, we've we've been we've been ratted out, boys. Somebody has ratted us out. The, for those that don't know, uh, the the going press conference post game or even pregame mm-hmm. when we talk to him, Jab is the over under on number of times he says phenomenal. And yeah. It used to easily eclipse three or four three every or four. presser. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know that we've had one. I haven't had one so far this year. So we'll see what happens. And if he's a thunder and lightning listener, we're not going to get one. Ah, I'm really got on to you guys. I am really ahead of you. <laughs> So, all right. If you, uh, really, thank, if you can really keep winning some games, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Uh, I also want to thank College Corner. You go check them out at either one of their two locations down there in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland over by Fleet Feet, or you can go by their location in Flowood at the Half Shell. And, of course, stop online at collegecornerstore.com. This holiday season coming up, get the Bulldog fan in your life the things that they want. They want maroon and white merchandise. They want to be able to wear those things to a bowl game? Eh, we'll see. Basketball games are nothing else. Uh, yeah. Baseball's not too far around the corner. It really isn't. Speaking of that, we got some news on that front uh, very soon. Um, but whatever you're looking for from in maroon and white, or, 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 let's be honest for you, you know, some of you might, you know, be unfortunate enough to have a rebel member of your family, and I, you know, I get that. You know, there's some in mine, and while I don't personally get them gifts, they have people who have to get them gifts. College Corners can take care of you there as well. Or the Golden Eagle in your life, you know? Have you ever bought anything that had an Ole Miss logo on it? That's a good question. I don't... I, I hate to say no, because, you know, I, I don't know... If, I don't think that I have. 
I don't think that I have. I don't recall anything specifically, but I think I have. Okay. I think because I mean, my brother went to every school in the state, including Ole Miss, and he's at points and times of his life kind of rooted for every school in the state. So I probably have at some point for yeah. him, if nothing else. Yeah, I'm just. I just. I can't think of a time in my life where I would have. I would have bought the uh, something in the red and blue. Just, just nothing, nothing coming to mind. So, but if you've got to do it, by God, do it at College Corner. Amen to that. And take care of yourself there. All right, it is Wednesday, which means the rumblings are in full effect. I really need to get a soundboard so you can stop with the low rent sound effects. I got to figure something out there. We got a ton of questions today, uh, and we'll get right into them with Will Fry bringing the Gene Swindle question to us right off the top. What's our favorite kind of pizza? Are you a big pizza eater? I love pizza. I don't eat it as much as I used to mm-hmm. because I try and and you know not eat it as much as I used to. Yeah. because I used to uh, not care as much about what I ate. Now I try to yeah. sort of watch. I that. also do not eat as much pizza as I used to just because it was available. Yeah, you don't. You it, no longer run a pizza. Place. I could just you know make it whenever I wanted it. Um, my absolute favorite. It's between two. Okay. And it's I mean pretty basic, but mm-hmm. uh, either Meat Lovers mm-hmm. or I actually love Supreme. Like okay. just put, like put, put, put a bunch of meat and veggies and stuff on it. So, so I like it either way. I like I like a bunch of meat by itself with cheese, mm-hmm. or I like a bunch of meat and veggies. So, so either, I, either way, I'm a very simple guy with this. I like a pepperoni a sausage pizza. There used to be a pizza. It's now just called the pepperoni sausage six cheese at Papa John's. It used to be called John's favorite, but when they had to remove John from everything but the name of the restaurant, he, he even lost that. But it's pepperoni sausage and like six kinds of cheese on it. Yeah, that's my favorite pizza from for, for there you want to talk about how you want to know how you get fat when you can just be sitting at home at nine o'clock on a wednesday night a little bit hungry and go i'm gonna go make a pizza and literally i used to live two minutes from the restaurant you can be at the restaurant and make yourself some you can be back on the couch in 20 minutes yeah with a pizza that's how you get fat yeah yeah and gosh I, I hate that i'm six games back in the pick because that question is now jogged my memory I was actually going to change the venue. I think. Where, where, where were you going to go? I think I was going to pick Dave's because I've never had the. Uh, we can still go to Dave's. I like Dave's. even if you win. Yeah, I like Dave's. You're going to let me pick even if you win. I got no problem eating at Dave's. I love the food there. We the might wing, do wings that. are good because I've never had the deep dish. We'll get some wings. Their wings are really good too. I've had Dave's, but I've never yeah. had the deep. Well, dish. we'll get a deep dish. We'll get the uh, I think the Walter Payton, the all the meats one. Now this is how. This is how you don't mind losing right yeah. here, folks. I, mean, I, I got no problem. <laughs> Buddy, you don't have to twist my arm to eat pizza. It's weird, too. As much as I was around it for most of my life, I never got tired of it. I, I still like to eat it. Best chain. Is it Papa John's to you? For me, it's Papa John's still. Um, I used to like Hungry Howie's. I don't, it, it's not as good anymore. I can't. I'm not. I, Domino's is, is the least favorite. Can't stand Little Caesars. Like, little, Caesar, I, little, little Caesars, Caesars is, is, I've got five bucks. Uh, uh, if I'm broke... And I'm I am not 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 that I am, but yeah. if I back in my college days I ate a lot of little Caesars. Yeah. So. I I I think I'm I'm more Papa John, but I may be Pizza Hut. I don't well, know. They're right there. When we stayed at Texas A and M, there was a Marco's right next to my hotel. And I tried it and it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, by the way, folks, if we answer every question with the link that we answered that one, you're gonna be here for five hours. Yeah, we we we're not going to do that. Because <laughs> there's a bunch of questions. All right, here we go. Uh TJ Hand wants to know, is there a path for football to turn around with Moorhead at the helm? It seems like he's not getting the plethora of diamonds in the rough like Mullen did. I feel like that now, Gary, there's plenty of fair criticism of Joe Moorhead. This, to me, is unfair criticism. He's only had two recruiting cycles in. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know, two, two 
you know, the Logan oldest is, guy he recruited is like a freshman or sophomore. He's going to be at like, best a true sophomore. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know what we had with Dak Prescott after his, you know, this point in, in his redshirt freshman year. You didn't know what you had with him. So, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a little unfair. There could be a ton of diamonds in the rough down there that you just haven't seen. And the, 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 the freshmen that have played for him, for most part, Schrader has looked good. Emerson and Jones look good. Uh, uh, I think Pickering looks pretty good. I'm trying to think of some of the guys who would have been there on that, on that group last year that would have played. I just, uh, you know, Marcus Murphy looked good. You know, I mean, now, now he was a Mullen recruit, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, those guys, I, 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 that, that to me is an unfair criticism of Joe Moore. I think a, a coach has to be here for three or four years before you can make that determination if there's yeah, the diamonds in the rough. Because, you know, you don't really find out that they're a diamond in the rough till they're, like you said, around their junior year. Right. That is right. Yes. You know, you're right. You're yes. absolutely right. It is right. He also wants to know if I'll use the word putrid in this pod, and I just did. <laughs> didn't quite have the emphasis that it didn't. used to. It didn't. But well, yeah. said, I'll tell you it, what, it if something say. else catches my eye, I'll drop the big one on you. He also has one last question, which I think is pretty good. What would you buy if you won the lottery? What's the After you pay off all your debt, you're debt-free. Okay, so you've put that qualifier in because I was fixing to be really boring. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, because that's not buying. To me, it is. Paying off your house and paying off your debt, your loans, that's not buying. You're, that's payment. That's not. What's the first Joel T. purchase? Uh, I think I know what it is. I'll be surprised uh, if I'm wrong. A home in Atlanta? I, I was going somewhere. I was going Brave season tickets. A home in Atlanta slash I – mean, the thing is, Bracey, I don't think I would move to Atlanta, so I don't know that I would need season tickets. Well, what you but need, if I had a home in Atlanta – Surely there's like some condos near the stadium. There are. Yeah. So maybe it would just be one of like One of those condos, condos and then it, – it, 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 That really would be it, I think. Yeah. My, my first purchase, you know, I've always said like, if I won the lottery, let's say $100 million, right? I'm going to tell my wife, here's $99 million, all right? You go and pay off all our debts and set us up for life and set our children and nail that up for life, all right? I, one million is mine, and I'm going to Las Vegas. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on the top of the Caesars Palace, and I'm going to gamble high limit poker, and I'm going to eat a steak every day, and that's what I'm going to do. For, I'm going to spend a million dollars in Vegas, and however long it takes me to spend it. I think you and a million dollars in Vegas, I would be worried that you would not return. I'd come back. I'd lose it at some point playing poker. I mean, I'm, I'm a decent poker player, but I'm not good. I, I imagine sitting in on the big game with Phil Ivey and, and those boys, I would be out of money within 48 hours. You know, and just hopefully have enough to stay in the room and all that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, Gosh, man, I'd love to have a condo by the by, by SunTrust Park. Cause oh, yeah, that'd be great. There's been so many times where I've wanted great. to go to the game, but like the only thing that's held me back is I don't really want to pay for a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you just had it. If you just had a, a condo yeah. right there. Gosh, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ethan Foster, is this the women's year to win a championship? I say no, but I think that year is coming. When you look at these freshmen, that, that year is coming. This is not the year, though. There's just not enough. There's just not enough of whatever it is to take a win a championship. There's not enough of it. Well, if they win one this year, they may win three or four in a row. That's a good point. If they win this year, they're going to win a, a few in a row. Because <laughs> next year? Who who's who 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 Dan Barry's the only one gone. Yeah. Jessica Carter looks like a stud. I mean yeah. she's just I don't know if stud's the right word for, for women's basketball, but she looks like a diamond. I don't know. What, what yeah. do you say? Yeah. I mean she has come in and had to replace a huge star and is so far doing it. Now, they got a long way to go, but 
So far, so good. All right, uh, Josh Smith, what was the name of the restaurant I mentioned a few weeks back in Vicksburg? Any other recommendations? I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but I'll tell you the names of the restaurants I know down there. I would, you know, Rusty's is a, is a great place to eat. 10 South is a good place to eat. I'm an old school guy. You can go to the Beachwood and get a really great steak there. I would certainly recommend that. Um, they got a new barbecue place called Mississippi Barbecue Company, which I have heard good things about, but I have never eaten there. So I can't give you my personal recommendation. You being the barbecue kind of sewer that you are, I'm really surprised. Well, it it, it, has, it opened. I haven't been home. Oh, so you haven't been there since it's opened. I have not been, been to Vicksburg since it's opened. Or if I have, I was just there for like a day or something. Yeah. I didn't have a chance to go eat lunch or dinner. But I hear that place is good. But I would go to Rusty's. Great seafood. You can't go wrong. 20 years ago, I told you to go to the top of the river and just get catfish. The best catfish in the world, but uh, as it is. Is that the same? There's a there's a restaurant in Gadsden, Alabama that's top of the river. I'm sure it's the not. Same? The, I'm sure it's not the same people. Okay, but if it is, the one in Gadsden's really good too. If it is, and I would I would recommend to go eat there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James wants to know why did KT enter the portal if he was injured and couldn't be named the starter anyway? Well, because just to get away, I guess he he, he was frustrated. I think if he hadn't entered the portal, do you think we would have seen him at some point this year? Yes, I think he would have been the backup quarterback. I think Schrader would still be on path to redshirt. Why? I mean, is so. So what you're telling me is Joe Moorhead held a grudge and has not let him play. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what I said. <laughs> Makes sense. It does very good. Uh, Ronnie Zumwalt, will all the suspended players be eligible for the Egg Bowl? As far as we know, that is the plan. We had a, a funny moment with some MSU uh, media types, the media relations types. I made some comment on Monday about Willie Gay playing in the Egg Bowl. Like, oh, are you sure he's going to play in the Egg Bowl? And I was like, buddy, if 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 the suspended players play against Abilene Christian and not the Egg Bowl, God help y'all because it'll be a bloodbath. Like, I won't even tweet out the picture of the thing. I won't do it. I'll be like, I'm staying away. Social media will look like the Fourth of July if we tweet out the sheet on on Saturday and it's like no one blank. Yeah. The only thing on there is like the people out for the people year. People out for the year. Yeah. I was like, that'll be war- uh, that'll be like a, a basketball crowd question. I'm staying away. <laughs> so, uh, Clay Jackson, what is your least favorite and most favorite tradition in college football? What's your least favorite tradition? Um, I don't know if it's the calling the hogs thing. Man, gets on my nerves. That's, yeah, that that's, didn't really get a whole lot of that this last trip. No, we didn't. But when that when that thing's full force, yeah, to me, it just sounds like a bunch of ghosts. Or something. I, I don't know. It's is that my least favorite thing? That that's the first thing that comes to mind. So so maybe so. Maybe with more thought, I can come up with something else. But right yeah. now, for the purpose of this podcast, I'll go with that. Uh, for me, it's the Grove. The Grove. <laughs> like these people believe that they invented central location tailgating. Like guy, and the Grove is just a bunch of fool, fools up in there eating cold chicken tenders, and you know. Those cookies you can get at Walmart. That's that's all it is. Let's some chandeliers. Give them. Mm, yeah, chandeliers. Sure. And it's, you've got somebody with like a chandelier and fine china next to a bunch of kids passed out drunk playing beer pong. So don't act like it's anything special. It's not. It's just not. Uh, my most favorite tradition in college football. Uh, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of great traditions. The eagle at uh, at Auburn is really great. Um, LSU's. I don't know if you can call a band's pregame show because everybody has one, but LSU's is the best of them. Um, 
I like the, the – the, I think I mentioned last week they asked what college game I would go to. The, the Oklahoma-Texas game was split, split in the stadium. Really cool. Um, I'd like to go to Notre Dame one day, go to Mass before the game and you know light a candle in the grotto and see Touchdown Jesus and all that stuff. So There's lots of great ones. Well, you got, you got one that stands out for you? You actually hit the one that, that, that for me, since I've been on the beat and things, the, my favorite thing to see – is the eagle at Auburn? Yeah, it's it really is, cool. It's just it's neat, really cool. Neat to be in the in the building for that. Yeah. Um, but like you said, man, I could run through a bunch of them like you did, but you hit you hit a lot of them and stuff. And yeah, college football, man, it's just I, I like watching the NFL, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. There's just a different feel to college football. Well, pro football is about it's a bunch of guys watching people work. They're doing their job. Yeah. College football because you know. What makes college football is that most people who are fans they went to college there, so they have a connection. Yeah, you know, I'm just a Saints fan by by genetics. You know, my, my dad was a Saints fan. My dad had been a Packers fan. I would be a Packers fan, but you know, college sort of transcends all that for me anyway. David Sweeney wants to know uh, what's the question we will enjoy not being asked anymore when this football season ends. Ah. Uh. There for a while, it was all the suspension questions. That is one I'm 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 excited to not have to answer anymore. I, I think that that's about. I mean, it's obviously about over because assuming they get suspended, Abilene Christian, they should. It's it, over. It's over. Yeah. You know, they can play the rest of the year, bowl games, whatever. Um, I think I'll just be excited to get away from the from the Joe Moorhead angst. Just any Joe Moorhead related crap. Yeah. You know, like. Whether he wins and stuff and starts to build momentum, people get back on the Joe train and it stops, that's cool. Whether it's just football goes away, so out of sight, out of mind, people kind of give him a break. kind of Like, all the, the – the man, I'll tell you what, he can't say anything, do anything, whatever. And I get it. You know, folks are fans, and they want their team to do well, and they have not done well, and I don't know if they will under Joe. So I'm, I'm not criticizing. It's just at this point we've had, what, four months of it. And yeah. so I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Graham Yateman wants to know, a genie grants us an opportunity to change one thing happening in the athletic staff over the last 20 years, what would it be? So one, you can you can say a coach stayed or you didn't hire a certain coach. Not hiring Rick Ray would be a... a that's that's the example he gave. Oh, did he? I did not see he that. He said that oh. Rick Ray in 12, cause, because the next year you had Bobby Hurley, who could have been available to you. Which is a good example. Uh... I gave my first instinct there with Rick Ray. You give yours. Okay. Yours. I wouldn't have hired Sylvester Croom. I would have hired the offensive coordinator at the University of Utah, Dan Mullen. Imagine if you had hired Dan Mullen in 2004. He comes in a state with Omar Connor and Jarius Norwood, buddy, that he wouldn't have ever had a better quarterback for that system. Other than until he got Dak. Well, I mean, if we're going, do we have the benefit of hindsight here? Like we can use that because if that's the case, yes. Well, I mean, even at the time, if that's the case, I find Nick Saban at Michigan. Well, State yeah, okay, or I see what you're getting at there. But <laughs> I'm saying, but just if they had hired him at that moment, and he, he wasn't the hot name at that point, but you would have been able, like, look, this guy has been successful everywhere he went. He understands modern college offense. His offense is going to fit what we have. You know, you can't get Urban Meyer, but we got the next guy. Matt, that works. That works. So that's where I would have gone. If I could change another thing, I would that uh, I don't know that Greg Byrne had maybe stayed. Not that I don't didn't like Scott, but yeah, could they, could they have gotten Urban at that point? No, because the next year he was at Florida. 
He he he. That was oh four. Oh, I take it back. Hold on. Oh four was was Crum's first season. I think he would have stayed at Utah and waited out a bigger job because yeah. he was at Florida the next year. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, I would. I I would have offered him the job. I'll tell you that. All right, Sherry wants to know how do you cope with a person's another person's chronic lateness? This is not my family member. I'm asking for someone else. Should they lie to the tardy person and tell them the time of departure is, you know, it was it's they're leaving at ten, but you tell this person nine, so the person arrives on time. What do you do? I'm gonna tell you what you do. You leave. I'm gonna use a word here, folks. Leave their ass there one time. They show up late and you're not there. I promise you, from that moment forward, they will be on time. You just just. Hey, we're leaving. Send him a text. Hey, we said nine. We're leaving. And no, no, I'm almost there. No, 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 no. I'm going. No, they'll fix. It'll fix itself. You got. You got to be hard on people like that. In case you can't tell, tardiness is a pet peeve of mine. Can't stand it. <laughs> Drives me insane. You got anything to add? Uh I'm sometimes tardy. I was tardy a while ago. I was doing work before I got here, but. I just ask for your forgiveness, I guess. Yes, that that was something I could live with because I was just sitting there. But if we were, if you and I were going to go somewhere, well, if I knew you had like, if I had somewhere to be, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, you know, or if like we we've said this before, but we we kind of have flexibility. Yeah, here. like, or, or, but that, that said, like, when we've traveled to like Alabama or something, we've driven together. Yeah, like the game is at three. <laughs> all right, as long as we're not leaving here at one fifteen, we're probably going to be okay. Yeah, you know, so that's just how it works. Joy Bailey, go ahead. I was just going to say, we've always had plenty of time for yeah. those kinds of things. Joy Bailey says, please help me out with the margin of victory discussion. How can the head football coach talk so positive after an embarrassing loss while the head women's basketball coach talks so negative after a 40-point win? Don't know if you saw this. Vic had some some harsh words for his team after they had run Troy off the court. But by the same token, Moorhead seems to come out and say, oh, well, you know, we're doing great. We just we're a couple couple you know plays away after a bad loss. Why is that happening? I have an idea what's yours. I just think you got two different personalities right there. Okay. I mean, you, you got a. I don't want to say that Joe Moorhead isn't a perfectionist, but I think you have a, a coach that. This is my impressions, and 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 if I'm wrong, and players that play for him want to say I'm wrong, or if either of the coaches want to say I'm wrong, that's fair. I'm just telling you from from a you know thirty thousand feet my view. I feel like Joe Moorhead more wants to be like a friend to the guys in his program, and Vic Schaefer's more like a parent to the to the girls in his program. Very fair. Like he he don't mind getting the belt out kind of deal. And, and mm-hmm. I sometimes I wonder if Joe has that quality as as much as I think a head coach might need that quality. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, I don't know. Maybe he does. So before anybody, well, right now I don't know a bunch of folks jumping to Joe's defense. But if anybody wants to defend Joe, I'm not saying that he doesn't have it, but. I just think you got two different personality types right there. Um, you got the you got the strict parent in Vic, and you've got the kind of laid back, cool dude in Joe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zach Huzak, what's well, the most? You didn't, you didn't give me yours. Oh, well, one's a winner. <laughs> you just gonna break it down like that? And one's not. You know, maybe you should emulate what the winning coach does. Is how I would I would take that. <clears throat> Zach Huzak wants to know, what's the most regrettable thing you've spent money on? Uh, oh, I know what the answer to this is. Go ahead. I used to, coming up like late high school, early college, mm-hmm. I would buy like 
all the WWE DVDs. <laughs> and now, like, 95% of that crap's on the WWE Network. Yeah. Yeah. And so, literally, all those, I mean, those things at the time was like 15, 20 bucks a pop, you know? And I bought a ton of them. I'd have thousands of dollars extra had I not done that. I don't, that that's, again, as I've said earlier, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Maybe other stuff. When I was, uh, I was living in Jackson and, I, I got like a big bonus check for Papa John's. I mean, big at the time, like seven hundred dollars was a lot of money. To yeah, me. and uh, I got convinced to buy a computer so that I could play a game with some other people. I mean that that was like that was a good chunk of money. I could have put it in my bank and let it you know had some savings, and I didn't. And then within like six months, I had sold the computer for like half of what I paid for it. Yeah. So that's probably my number one. Let's see here. Uh... Caleb Smith, what is the percent chance that Moorhead gets fired if he loses to Abilene Christian and gets beat 55-7 by Ole Miss? Buddy, he is gone. It is 100%. That <laughs> 100% fired. No chance of survival. I'll make a prediction. If that happened that mm-hmm. way and the athletic director was like, no, nah, I'm not going to fire him, they might both be gone at that point. <laughs> Like, yeah, I agree with that. Because uh, I'll tell you, I don't know how you could even halfway entertain the thought if that if that scenario played out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Toffee wants to know, saw a graphic today that had Bobby Dalbeck included in it. Oh, I immediately Bobby. wanted to throw my phone across the room. I watched him play the other night with Team USA. What player will you never forget because of a game or play that he or she had against Mississippi State? guy that played basketball for Georgia back four or five years ago. It seemed like he had... What? There was a guy that played basketball for you Georgia. You want me... Look, I, I, I know my stuff, but you want me to remember a Georgia basketball player from four or five years ago? It would ago. not have shocked me in the least if he's like, oh, that was blank. No idea who you're talking about. I can't remember his name either. But there was a kid from Dominique Georgia. Wilkins? No. There was a kid from Georgia back three or four years ago, or maybe longer than that, that State played him a couple years in a row, and he ate their butt alive twice, I think. Um. Well, I guess it had to be within the last five years because I was on the beat. I sat there and watched it. Uh, can't remember his name. Ah, who's somebody else? I have two. Bobby Dahlbeck is a really good one. Good choice, yeah. There are two for me. Stuart Patridge. Oh, gosh. I know, right? And then I, I'm going to butcher her name, but Arike Ogonbowalali, who hit the, the, the Notre Dame girl who hit the three-pointer, that's one. Uh, try to think just just against state. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think it's like of an Ole Miss player, almost Deuce, but Deuce has Deuce isn't a good example of this because he would play for the Saints and he was a great player on top of all that. Yeah. Um, trying to think of you know, I don't know. Those those are my two. I gave my two. Stuart Patrick, I will never forget. Oh, I, it's burned into my memory. Like it happened. I, I can, I, I can still see. I can still see that play happening, like it happened yesterday. <laughs> I think he's. Maybe it's not Stuart. It's not Stewart, but somebody off that '97 Ole Miss team, I think, is like by marriage, Ken to Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think so. That's funny. I think that's right. I mean. Maybe I'm getting friends mixed up here, but I think that's right. Okay. 
All right. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Coach Jimmy wants to know, why doesn't Starville have a good steakhouse? Yeah, you know, there's that sign, too, for that place over by the uh, the mill. Aslan. Aslan never opened. Yeah. It's the sign's still there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Starville had a steakhouse. I don't know if you remember this. You're in, it, remember when they closed down the old McDonald's that was up 12? And, like, it ran through about five oh, different yeah, restaurants. yeah, yeah. I forget what the name of that place was, but they had a steakhouse in there for a while. Yeah, I ate there I ate there once, once I and too. I was like, it's pretty good, but I can't shake the feeling I'm at McDonald's. Like, nobody would just ever knock the restaurant down and build a new one. What was the name of that place? you remember? I do not remember. I, I do remember. I remember, the name, I remember the restaurant. And then it became a Mexican place after that. They had the Mexican place. That was a, a Philly cheesesteak place. And then it became Denny's. It was Well, Denny's well, actually knocked actually, it down. Actually, they knocked it down and built a new one. Yeah, that was after um, the Bojangles. Bojangles was, it was there, Bojangles yeah. and then Denny's. And it was also Bones Barbecue. That was the first thing it was after. I remember Bones. And then now it's a car wash. I mean, it was just worth Things went to die, man. Yeah. That was the new location. When I was in college, the location where things went to die. On was, Academy Road over there. No, there's that. Yeah, that was that place that was uh, Pollywogs yeah. and Fat Rabbits and uh, Good Times Bar and Grill. But also over by the University Inn. Mm-hmm. There was like five restaurants there yeah. that, that, that never panned out. But I don't know why Starbucks doesn't have a big-time steak restaurant. It just doesn't. Not that you can't, you can get a good steak at the veranda, you can get a good steak at the restaurant Tyler, but as far as like a restaurant where you're like, steak is the... the That's what we do. Yeah. 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 Like the chop house in Omaha. Exactly. Oh, man. Gotta get back to Omaha. Your birthday, once again. And it was named the chop house, which it was only the added house, yeah. to the fact that no, you're, no, you're it, right, it right. was my place. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Red Devil Dog, even if Joe Moorhead manages to turn it around, do you ever see him being more than an 8-4, and 7-5 and five coach? I, for one, don't. Hey, guys. If he was consistently an eight and four coach, he could coach forever. Yep. What was Dan Mullen? When you balance out his years, oh, if he averages eight and four, Joe Moorhead will be here as long as he wants to be. Yeah, no doubt. Eight and four would be great. Everybody would want that. Got you got some that. ten and twos in there. Yeah, you may have a six and six on occasion, but yeah. Robert Templeton says, "Should we just commit to eight in the box against Ole Miss and dare them to throw?" Yes. Nine. <laughs> yeah, you shorted him one. Nine in the box. I'm telling Cam Dancer, you go wherever Elijah Moore goes, you go with. And then after that, Plumley, if you can get the ball off, God bless you. You sh- there should be eight guys in the box every play. And and one of those guys is I will make it real simple. Willie Gay, wherever Plumley goes, you, you go. Yes. It's gonna be like on Hoosiers. Like if he's chewing gum, I want to know what flavor it is by the end of the game. I want Willie Gay to come up silence and tell me it's Dentine. All right? That's what I want. Uh, Gage Manual, where or what is the best burger in Mississippi? We've had this question before, I think, but I got my answer. Do you have one? Uh, yours is uh, Hattiesburg. And- yeah, I'm a huge fan of Ed's Burger Joint down there. I mean, I... But I like Bulldog Burger up here, too. I was going to say, uh, Bulldog Burger's good, and, and I always... Maybe you'll laugh at me for this, but I always like the Mugshot Burger. Mugshot's a good burger. I just don't like that that sweet bun. I can't get over that. See, I do. I, I'm not a big fan of that. I but love that bun. At, uh, at at Bulldog Burger, I'm a Yo Adrian guy. That's my favorite. That's the one to get. Uh, Jacob, this is an interesting question. More likely to get 200 rushing yards in the Egg Bowl, Kylan Hill or John Rice Plumley? <sighs> yes, they could both get 200. If I told you today Plumley cracks 200, they win the game, right? In all likelihood. 
I'll say Kylan, but I could be convinced otherwise. I think they both are going to be close to it, to be honest with you. And I don't know what that means for either one. Well, it probably means the score is going to be like 40 to 39 or something I think that's going to be the case, yeah. That would be a weird score, 40 to 39, but you get where I'm going with that. Monroe Walker wants to know, when you wake up and can't go back to sleep, what do you do? Ah. You know, I really don't have that problem much. Usually if I wake up and can't go back to sleep, it's because of the morning and I just get yeah, up. Yeah. Um, but probably if I – there have been, I guess, a couple times where I woke up and, like, scrolled through Twitter for a second. Yeah. So and, like, then, and then right back to sleep. I have, like, this thing going right now where I'll wake up at, like, 2 in the morning and I'll go up to my living room and get in my recliner and sleep for, like, an hour in there for some reason. Like, I was having some back issues. Yeah. And so that would help. And now I've just sort of gotten used to doing that. So that's that's sort of my routine now. I am one, though, that I can go back to sleep. I can be awake for like 20, 30 minutes and still go back to sleep. Yeah. I've just never been able to not have a problem with that. Yeah, I've never been one that, that sleep has eluded me very much. I mean, I used to – I've gotten away from this um, really in the last few years, ever since I've become such a coffee nut and got my early afternoon strange brew. But mm-hmm. I used to drink like a couple of cans of Diet Mountain Dew at – 11 p.m. No good. Could, well, I could go straight to sleep. Oh, wow. Okay. It never bothered me. So well, I mean, it would now, I think, but it didn't then. We got a couple questions from Mr. Swenson who wants to know Joel, that's a question for you. Have you ever tried Sun Drop or Mellow Yellow? Oh, uh, I have. I, Mellow Yellow, yes. Mm-hmm. Sun Drop, I don't think that I have. Okay. I know what he's talking about, but yeah. I, I'm trying to remember if I've ever. All right. Don't think so. Mellow Yellow, it's just not my. I mean, it's fine, but I'm a do guy. I hear you. Who is the best heel in wrestling history not named Ric Flair? Best heel in wrestling history not named Ric Flair. Vince McMahon? That's a good answer. That's a really good answer. I would say that the rock, the heel rock, like the, the corporate champion rock is in that on that list. Um, Hollywood Hogan is on that list. He also wants to know, what's the most shocking return to wrestling? Uh, Bret Hart going back to the WWE back. That was so poorly so. done, though. It was, but I just didn't. With how that ended, I didn't think it ever happened. I'm trying to think of like a of like a because they advertised that was coming. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was when after they did the invasion and Flair showed up on Raw as Vince's partner. He had bought half of the stock. Yeah, Bischoff's coming to Raw. That's a good one. Is might that's be a it. good one. That might be it. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, uh, Justin Strawn, who asked this question at a somewhat reasonable 4.30 in the morning. He's getting a little later. He's, he's, he's slacking off. Uh, let's see here. We talked about this on Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to get your thoughts. We feel I feel bad for Tua's injury, but am I wrong for thinking people are going a little over the top in the sympathy posts? People are acting like this kid died. Well, I think it's because you have a guy... Remember you. You got a you got a guy that was a surefire top first round pick and maybe top pick overall, uh, and he may never play football again. Mm-hmm. And it happened right in front of you, Starkful, you know, Mississippi State fans' eyes. How many right. times has that happened? Well, I think though, but like the the most recent surgery thing said it's successful and they expect a full recovery. This reminds me of do you remember when Laquan Trowell broke his leg? Yeah, everybody was like. Everybody say a prayer for Laquan. I'm like, the kid broke his leg. 
He'll be fine. It's a broken leg. You know, people go overboard sometimes. Yeah. Like, I will say with Laquan too that that, mm-hmm. that just the visual gruesomeness of that. Yeah, like that, 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 a, that it's an ugly it. injury, no question about it. But there were just people who just went too far with it. I thought. Uh, let's see here. When we look back at the 2019 season, which will we say had a bigger impact on the results, the QB situation or the suspensions? If if State loses the Egg Bowl, like we said on the show a day or two ago, the suspensions and they're up. they're two and two with the suspension, you That's can't blame it. the suspension, right? It's it's definitely. The, I think we've seen enough from Stevens, fully healthy, to know that if you've been fully healthy the whole year, you, you have at least one more win, at least one, probably two more wins, probably two. I think that's fair. All right. So, then, right. so we're going QB situation. He needs you to help him here. Seven other teachers and himself are taking 98th graders from DeSoto County to Jackson on Wednesday. That is a long run. He likes some thoughts and prayers. Could you put him on the board? I can absolutely handle that. Buddy. Very good. And safe travels, too. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, I'm way on a school bus. Like, that's one of the things I'm worried about whenever my kids get in school is like field trips and being oh, on, yeah. on buses and oh, you know, going for three hour on three hour trips southward kind of stuff. Like, that freaks me out. It's one of the many things. Uh, Will Maxwell, besides turkey, what are the must-have dishes at Thanksgiving? You better have some mac and cheese. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a case. Yeah. Uh, something, whether sweet potato casserole or something, you got to have something sweet well, potato-y. Okay. Dressing? Uh, yes. Uh, Mashed potatoes? Uh, yes. And I, li- I like green beans. Green too. beans? So something green you beans. want green beans or green bean casserole? Uh, green beans. I'm not a big green bean casserole Okay. Guy. Now, like sweet potato casserole, I'm good with that. That's... I don't disagree with any of your selections here, to be honest. Uh, what about some rolls? Uh, need, yeah. need rolls. Yeah. I want rolls, too. I don't want biscuits. and I don't... The cornbread's in the dressing. So I want rolls on Thanksgiving Day. Gravy? Got to have some sort of gravy? I... Oh. I'm not a big gravy guy. Okay. I'm just See, I, here's what I like to do with gravy is my recipe for cooking turkey, you have to let the bird rest for as long as it cooked. So you cook the bird for three and a half hours, you rest it for three and a half hours. So you got to get up early to cook the turkey. But it doesn't have to be hot because the gravy's hot. That's how you. That's how you. Makes get sense. So that's my, that's just my thing. You know how I learned that from Gordon Ramsay. But he did a, a YouTube video and he, I I tried it and I was like, this is great. <laughs> so, um, what about dessert? Uh are you a pumpkin pie? If if I was going to eat pecan pie, would be what I, I would uh, personally. Pecan pie. I love some pecan big pie. Scoop of whipped cream. But the thing that. is, I re- you as you well know, yeah. I don't eat many desserts. I know, but ever. But if I did, it's Thanksgiving it be- Day. My wife can have pecan pie though. She's you like a bad pumpkin, allergic pumpkin to pecan pie. Um, I, no, I'm, I'm I assume no sweet potato guy. pie because you got sweet potatoes at, at at dinner or at lunch. Yeah, my wife makes a chocolate cream pie usually, which I love. Those are good, and she makes a she makes cupcakes. She makes these pumpkin spice cupcakes, yeah. and then injects them with a cream cheese icing, and then puts it on top too. Yeah, Gosh, man. it's good. I love sweet anything sweet potato, man. In that's the last your, five, in the last five to ten years, I've just become a huge sweet potato guy. Like if I go somewhere and the choice is given me, I'm getting sweet potato for you know sweet potato fries or whatever. Yeah. Like all the time. Okay, love some sweet potato. Bob Shearer wants to know if you play "Don't Stop Believing" in an empty stadium, does it make a sound? <laughs> We're gonna find out. We gonna find. Out. That's a good point. We are gonna find out. <laughs> Ryan Nelson, how does Nathan Pickering compare to Chris Jones, Jeff Simmons, and Fletcher Cox as a freshman? Not, not quite the size. No. Well, I mean, and I'm just, not as productive. Yeah. But I've seen enough flashes to think Simmons wasn't overly productive as a true freshman. Fletcher Cox was, and Chris Jones was. They played a lot more. Simmons, remember, didn't start as yeah. a true freshman. You know, Chris Jones always had the issue there for his first couple of years of like 
motor. Like he'd be really yeah. going for a player. You couldn't two. get him to play the whole game. Yeah. You know? How that was his whole career at Mississippi State. Oh, he, sure. He's been a much he he was a good collegian, but he was a, he's a much better pro. Uh, but Pickering, I've seen enough flashes to maybe think he's going to be a good player going forward. Where does Joe Moorhead currently fall in the SEC coaching rankings? Oh, I said, man, ahead of whoever's at Arkansas because right. there's so nobody he, at Arkansas. If, if Morris were still there, he'd yeah. be ahead of him. He's ahead of Mason. I think – I know you said coin flip. I would put him slightly ahead of Matt Luke. So he's slightly. 11th? Yeah. Yeah. Muschamp? He's, he, Muschamp's ahead of Mo, <sighs> Joe? I can't stand Muschamp. I know you can't. That's what I'm asking. But he would be the only other one. He's ahead of him. He's ahead of Muschamp. He'd be the only other no, one that Muschamp's I might, ahead of him, yeah. That I might be willing to. Yeah, because Muschamp does have a little bit more career success. Pruitt ahead of Joe? Yes, Pruitt is ahead of Joe. Yeah, I guess like, what, That's 11th? Is that what 11th. we settled on? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Will Maxwell again. Men's basketball started playing pretty well. When should we get our hopes up? After this weekend. If they beat Villanova, if they play Villanova, but I think they will. If they can win, if they come out of this week tournament two and one, you should be okay. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable to be excited and think they're going back to the tournament. Uh, let's see here. Um, JR wants to know who's the best wrestler to never hold the WCW or WWF world title. And his options are Scott Hall, Arn Anderson, Ted DiBiase, Kurt Henning, or Roddy Piper. I think I got to go Piper. Okay. Like, I just feel like. Like, in my mind, when I hear those names, it feels like Piper should have had a world title. Like, I know he doesn't, but he he, seemed, he is, to me, a main eventer. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that Razor Ramon was never world champion. Like, I mean, he was right there with, yeah. with Sean and, and, and Diesel, but they never put the big belt on him, and I don't know why. You know um, what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Those guys never held a world title, mm-hmm. and Jinder Mahal did. That's true. That's insane. Great Kali, too. Yeah. Some uh, of the names that have held yeah. the titles. Just... DiBiase actually was a champion for like 30 seconds. Yeah, and then sold it. And he sold it. No, no, no. It was sold to him. Sold to him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Had the, the double referees going there. Um, the Hebner's. <laughs> the, the actual best wrestler on this list is Kurt Henning. Yeah. Henning was a fantastic wrestler. So, uh, Let's see here. Our good friends at the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program want to know. In 2016, Joey Jones in South Alabama beat MSU in Starkville. Yet, as you guys have mentioned, under his special teams coaching, the Bulldogs still make blunders every week. My question is this. Is he intentionally hurting State because he's controlled by the Mobile Mafia? <laughs> Discuss. Is there a Mobile Mafia? Is there a large p- portion of Italian-Americans and organized crime at Mo- in Mobile? I wasn't aware. I think it's more likely he's sabotaging State to help his alma mater and make sure that Alabama keeps State underneath their feet. That, is that, that's what we're going to go with? Yeah. They they needed Joey they Jones needed to Joey. do that? Now, state had them right where they wanted them. Uh-huh. And then they state, you know, Joey Jones had to be the inside agent to make sure State didn't rise above the tide. Okay. Rob Hadaway, how do you see the end game coming for Don't Stop Believing? It's coming. People are tired of it. They're tired. It's got to become a selective thing. If Ole Miss is beating the crap out of State in the Egg Bowl – Mm-hmm. And at the end of the third quarter, and they play "Don't Stop Believing," mm-hmm. people are just going to like egg the press box. It's going to be bad. It's 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 got to become a selective thing. State's winning, or they're within two scores. Play it. Otherwise, it doesn't get played. Otherwise, because otherwise, you're just going to ruin it. it. It's it's sort of already ruined. I also think that if Moorhead goes, the next coach might be like, "We need a clean slate." That's how I would look at it. Uh, let's see here. 
Okay. Uh, Lance Malone, or Millione, if each team in the Egg Bowl could have one former player come back in their current form, who would you want to see for Ole Miss, and who would you most be worried to see? I'm sorry, who would you want to see for State, and who would you most be worried to see for Ole Miss? For State, Jeff Simmons? Is that the guy? That's the guy. No, Dak. Dak would, yeah, Dak. I'm going to take my chances on defense. Ah. I don't know. I'd like to see Abram maybe ring up Bryce Plumley one time. Dak's egg bowl record. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, but... Well, it says in their no, current... That's the only on. blemish on Dak Prescott. It says in their current form. In their current form. Oh, that's right. You got an NFL MVP. NFL possibly. MVP Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm thinking Dak. Yeah, I think you're right. Thinking I didn't Dak. think about current form. Who would I be worried about for Ole Miss in their... That's the thing right now. With like Ole Miss right now, who 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 scares you? In their hey, current form, Eli wouldn't scare you. DK Metcalf? DK or AJ, yeah. yeah one of them. Other than that, they don't have a whole ton of, of great pros out there right this second. Would your answers change if the player came back in their prime, which means, I guess... Like Eli in his prime. or Eli for college would scare... Well, no, I, I'm more scared about Rice Plumlee as a runner. The, the passing game doesn't scare me as much. The guy who would scare me for Ole Miss is Kim Diche. In college, Kim Diche, he not only was he great, he feasted on state. Yeah. And then for state, maybe now I'm back to Simmons. So that's a good one. Uh, Brad Haynes, if the St. Al football job came open or the Ackerman baseball job, would you quit your job to go coach? Well, there is no Ackerman anymore. Well, right? Choctaw County, I yeah. guess. That you, it's just not the same, man. I yeah. know. Oh, it's not, yeah. I would not be the, the head football coach at St. Aloysius. That, that, no, I have no interest in doing that. There is a small itch in me that wishes I could be a head baseball coach. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I'm not going to say I will ever act upon that itch, but like if, if that call ever came, like, hey, would you be interested in being our head baseball coach? There would have to be some serious thought and prayer about it, yeah. I might need to spend a year as like Brooks Roberts' assistant somewhere, though, so I could learn under his tutelage. He would hit. That's a good guy to, to learn under. I was texting him all ago. He was talking about some Braves. Yeah, he just texted me about something. Hey, he just well, loves him some thunder and lightning. What's up, Brooks? I knew that. Uh, the Reservoir Dog wants to know, how many hours of Matt Wyatt film study would I have to watch to be able to understand what Tommy Stevens was thinking on that first intercepted pass? Well, we talked about that tonight, didn't we? I asked that question tonight uh, to sort of take us through that, and if you go back and look at the uh, video, which is available at Sports Talk Mississippi, on the Twitter feed, uh, it's it's there. So give that a look. And he gave a good answer. By I the thought way. so. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you don't have to listen to Matt Wyatt's film study, you can listen to Tommy Stevens tell you exactly what happened on that play. Yeah. And he, he went through it in in pretty good detail. Chad Mask, who seven twenty four a.m. not that bad, but his phone is only at thirty eight percent at seven twenty four. Buddy, put it on the charger. Uh let's see here. Is Vic's team this season the most athletic women's team we've ever had at state? Uh, maybe, maybe, because I think, you know, the, the, the Morgan, Morgan William, great point guard, but not athletic, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Dominic Dillingham, not, you know, not athletic. When I think Blair. of some of those other, like, like Blair and Dominique and some of that, it, tough is tough. what I think of yeah. with them. But this, this, this team is great athletes, so it could very well be. Can you give some areas in the football team where you've seen improvement from the beginning of the season until now? That's a tough question. I thought at one point not long ago that defensively they were taking some of those. It looked guys like they were taking a step forward, strides. and now it's not. I don't know so much. Um, 
I think the thing defensively, though, is there has been so much inconsistency yeah. with who's playing and who it and then. And look, I, I, again, I'm not making excuses for Joe, but on top of the who's playing, who it, and you got a starting corner out for the year. You got yeah. now uh, CJ Morgan's out for the year. Yeah. Uh, you, you've, you have been really injury bitten on top of the suspension defensively. So it's been hard to have any kind of yeah. defensive, whatever you want to call it, rhythm or identity or however you want to say it. Right. Uh, let's see here. Michael Corey Gargus wants to know Is Nick suspended the first 10 games? Or can Ben Howland pick and choose the games he misses, like football? The answer to that is no. He's only he has suspended the first ten games. Period. And we were told the reason for that is in football because there there can be health issues that they were going to allow them to possibly. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm misunderstanding the question there. Never mind. That what I said is not correct. But at the end of the day, yes, he's suspended for the first ten games. Well, football. At the beginning of the for, – for the way we have kind of understood this all mm-hmm. along is at the beginning of the year, they kind of provided a general outline for the games that people were going to miss. And should there be injury issues arise, they could basically request that that change mm-hmm. so that guys could play certain games. Which is what happened with Lee Autry. Yes. So they had some injuries against Louisiana on the D-line. And for depth purposes, they thought it was best that he play yeah, that game. Which I don't agree with, but that's what they went with. So here's the so we think about Willie Gay, right? Let's say that something had happened and Errol Thompson and Leo Lewis had been hurt going into the Texas A&M game. State could have applied for a waiver to make Willie Gay eligible for that game if yes. they had wanted. I don't to. know if waiver is the right word or if they had to do something. There was a procedure. Or, yes, there was a procedure of some right. kind to say, right. "Hey, can we get Willie to play this game?" And so, he will be then so suspended. My, for another my day. guess is then, if so let's say something happened and Tyson Carter and Iverson Molinar got hurt. That that they could possibly petition the NCAA like we need Nick for this one game, and they would see where it goes. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't, don't know, know definitively. But that said, so. I know that they told us Nick is missing the first ten. His first game will be in Jackson against New Mexico State. Yeah, and and the thing is, in basketball, you play all these non-conference games up front, and then you got all your conference games on the back end. So. To me, this is you just go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah. So it's, this is just a smart thing to do, even if it is the other way. Alex Barham wants to know: After we discussed the likelihood of bust in Mississippi recruiting over the years and hearing how complex Joe Morad's offense is, why are they still recruiting the same type of player and not going elsewhere? This is a good question. You know. Now that said, I think Will Rogers is a different kind of quarterback than Dan Mullen would not have. Rec- I don't know how hard he would have recruited Will Rogers. He, I, I don't. I think he might have looked out of state for a quarterback. Because I don't Rogers, I think is a a. Or he may have looked at that guy. Is it from Madison Central? That Jimmy guy, Holiday. Yeah, that guy. A, good player. I don't think he's a quarterback at the next level at all. You know, I think he, he he's no. I don't think so. Such a runner though. That's that's that a great Mullen, athlete. That's that Mullen thing. Great athlete. I get, a, get a runner and I'll teach him how to throw a little bit. I, I don't, kind of but thing. I don't. I don't think he fits the mold at all of an SEC quarterback. Now he's a great athlete. They could have made a good. He, I bet you he ends up being sort of like Plumley. You know, he'll he'll yeah. be, he'll be a good athlete. If he, if Plumlee had gone to Georgia, he'd be a receiver for them right now, and yeah. it would be really good. Mullen um, may have went after that kid that's at Arkansas. The is it Jefferson or well, whatever? Got to remember, he had uh, Jalen Jones committed, and that's probably where he would have gone. Oh, that, that's it. Ended up working out much better for yeah. Mississippi State to get Schrader. But uh, yeah, that said, it's a good question, you know, because they are seem. But that said, they do, you know, they they looking ahead to next year. They they're recruiting different kinds of receivers. 
Uh, now, next year, in 2021, there's an elite, there are two elite quarterbacks in the state. One plays here in Starkville, Luke Altmeyer, and then Ty Keyes down in Taylorsville. State probably feels good about their chances to get one of those two guys. And they are, Ty Keyes could have played in either system, I think. Altmeyer probably fits a little bit more of what Moorhead wants to do. So we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Zach Uzak, who is the best team on state's non con schedule for next year? All right, we're taking New Mexico and Alabama AM out. It's either Tulane or NC State. It's probably NC State, but Tulane is not bad. They 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 they're yeah. a good good team. NC State stunk this year, hasn't they? They have not been good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nah. Already answered that one. Brit Gun or Bright Gun? I don't know. I don't know if it's Brit E Gun or what. I don't know. When does John Cohen go on the hot seat? I would say Cohen would be in on the hot seat if he did. Let's say whatever for whatever reason, Moorhead survives this next few weeks, right? Uh huh. Going into next year, if he immediately is just bad right off the top, you start asking the question: Do you want to let John Cohen make the next hire? That's how I would look at that. I could be wrong, uh, but that said. And if if Moorhead loses the Egg Bowl and doesn't get fired, there's going to be a lot of people angry at John Cohen. Yeah, and there's just no way around that. So, uh, let's see here: Tyler Warren, Howland, Moorhead, Schaefer, Lamonis. Who's at state the longest? I think we've had this question before, and I think you said Schaefer. I think it will be Schaefer. I just I think I I, I couldn't decide between Schaefer and Lamonis because Lamonis is like. You're at a, and Lamonis is younger too. He's younger, and you're pretty much at. Depending on who would hear this, they would say, oh, "But but state's one of the state's college a destina- baseball state is destination, a destination jobs. job in college baseball." And when you look at what he's got around him yeah. at the stadium, and there are only like two or three jobs in the country that Chris Lamonis could leave for and feel like he upgraded. If he took over for Tim Corbin, uh, if he took over for Kevin O'Sullivan. And even then, you're not upgrading in terms of facilities and fan support. Yeah. I mean, so, LSU would probably be seen as... Maneri, that's another one. Texas. I mean, yeah, you could come up with five to ten. Yeah. No, I don't think I'd come up with ten. Probably not. Yeah. Nowhere in the Big Ten. The ACC, not Florida State. I mean, you'd about have to stay in the South. Yeah. Yeah. Big 12, Texas. Pac-12, really nobody. UCLA. I, I, UCLA is not a... This sounds weird. They've won a national title, which they beat State to get, but as an overall, what you have as a coach at your disposal, you're better at Mississippi State. And there isn't a lot of coach hopping in college baseball, it doesn't seem like, you know, as, as compared to football and other sports. It just seems yeah. like once you find a good thing, you kind of stick with it. So I, and I think he's going to have success here recruiting well. So I, I tend to lean slightly towards Lamonis, and I think you you tended to lean towards Schaefer just a little bit. Yeah. So. Schaefer, there's only one job that scares me. A&M. And that's Texas A&M. Yeah. So. Um, what are some positives going forward with the football team? You got a guy Trader, Trader yeah. who I think is going to be good. I think defensively they'll be better next year when they have everybody back and off these suspensions. Let me go I back believe to, in Bob Shoup. Let me go back to Garrett, though. If, if the receiver core doesn't upgrade, he's not going to upgrade much. That's true, but that you're bringing in some some receivers. Yeah. You need to hope that like Malik Heath and those guys make a difference. Malik Heath needs to be a difference maker for you next year. I mean, right now, what's your starting? Cyrus Mitchell, Malik Heath, and 
Who's in the slot? Uh, I don't know. Austin Williams. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> who, do you, who do you put there? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. There's no, nobody standing out to me there, but got to find somebody. Rob Chittum, what is the greatest Christmas movie of all, of all time? Christmas Vacation. I would say A Christmas Story. Uh, Christmas Vacation is in the top three with Die Hard, which I will not argue with you about. I will not. Don't, don't if you don't if you don't if you don't think it's a Christmas movie, just don't say anything. Four Christmases is very underrated. I've never seen that. You've never seen Four Christmas, Vince Vaughn. No, I, I just said I have never seen it. You need you need to watch that. All right, it's good. Jared Bragg wants to know. I know a closer is not a huge difference maker for the Giants, but how does it does it sting at all for your only All Star to head to your co host's favorite team? Hashtag chop on. Uh, no, I mean, had a feeling he was going to go anyway. I, you know, the fact he goes to the Braves, whatever. Better. How dumb are the Giants for not just dealing him at the deadline? Because they felt like they could get back in the race. You remember that happened in July when they were red hot, and they thought maybe they could make it work. They should have dealt him. And, and, him, I, him and Bumgarner. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I think Bumgarner stayed stay in San Fran, but hindsight's twenty twenty. But at the time, I was supporting it because I was like, maybe they can get back into this because they were red hot. They had, I will they, bet what, you, they were seventeen and four in in July. I'll bet you double or nothing on the like. I'll buy you two meals. No, that Bumgarner does I, not I can't, return to I San Francisco. I can't. I can't. I can't control that. I can control my picks. I can't control. Well, you can't. You can control your picks. I but contr- you can't control the I, look, I results can, of the game. Right, so but I, but if I make the what I feel is the right pick, that's on me. Well, I'm this. All this is another pick. It's no, because yeah, I can't. I don't have any control over Madison Bumgarner. You no. don't have any control over your teams that you pick. I disagree. Just let me be. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I don't know that Bumgarner is going to put a tomahawk on his chest. Mm-hmm. But I would bet a lot of money that he doesn't return to San Fran. I agree. You just no, you don't agree. You You're just right. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Regardless, I'm not double or nothing in on you. Doubling or nothing is that whatever it is. Tyler Nelson, if State loses to Ole Miss and retains Morehead, how would you sell the 2020 season to the fan base? The last time I was this ap- apathetic towards MSU in the Egg Bowl was 2008. I went to go see the animated movie Bolt instead of watch the game. I went to the game. Lucky you made a better choice. Uh, we've talked about this. Next year is a very difficult sell, uh, especially with the, the, the home schedule being the the pile of garbage that it is. You're selling Garrett Schrader. Mm-hmm. If Kylan Hill comes back, you're selling him. You're saying best backfield in the SEC. I don't know. Uh, of course, you know somebody in the state would have a say about that because Plumlee and Ely would be back. Um, it's tough. It's t- I, I don't it envy hard. the I don't envy the marketing people. Double A, the the enforcer, Arn Anderson. No, Andy Atkinson. A hot. T- I, I, I listen to the Arn podcast it's on the brain. Uh, hot take I heard on the radio show: Arkansas will be better than MSU next season. Your reaction? Without knowing who they coached, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, I can't. they just have a long way to go. They have they got a hole to dig out of. They're going to have to give patience to the next guy. All he has to do is win next year. Whoever Arkansas's coach is, if he can win four games. Is going to be okay. I was going to say, like, if state is worse than Arkansas next year, that means state's pulling a four and eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which I don't think is going to be the case. So I could be wrong, but all right. Uh, same same guy, Andy Atkinson. In past seasons, there is usually one or two players that make you say, "I'm going to miss watching him in maroon and white." Is there a player graduating that falls into this category in football? For football? Is there a guy that you're going to say, "I'm, I'm going to miss seeing him in maroon and white"? Mm-hmm. If Kylan Hill leaves, 
Who am I going to miss? You know, this team a little bit doesn't have that player that you're just overly connected with. You know, right. like that, that Kylan is probably the closest to it, I would think, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, there is Darryl no, Williams, maybe? Yeah, it, it, I was sitting here thinking that, but he's an offensive lineman. for So for most folks, I mean, I saw Darryl Williams at Walmart the other day and talking for just a second, but I would dare say that most folks that don't cover the team on a regular basis could see Darryl Williams at Walmart and not know it was Darryl Williams. You know? Yeah. He's an O-lineman, and most people know him by his number more than anything. All right. I mean, so I, I just don't know that – I mean, I think you're right, and that's a good same, choice. The I same just don't thing know happened in 2016. I mean, other than Fred Ross, did, did anybody really miss A.J. Jefferson or Richie Brown or, 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 or Nick James or anything like that? No. No. You got to win. You got to win. You got to win as a senior well, really, I, to be finally remembered. I was going to say that Richie Brown maybe because I still remember his three-pick game against a Yeah, but I mean <laughs> – there, there, were, there were moments with Richie. Yeah, I guess. Um, All right, uh, let's see here. Ellisville Dog wants to know, what are your expectations for the Braves this offseason? I guess they already did one thing. Well, they've, I mean, they signed Chris Martin back a while ago, right before I got to the Super Talk Studios here, so they have stacked that bullpen. What was an issue last year at the beginning of the year appears this year to be a complete strength, at least. Here, here's what they got to do. They have to, in my mind, priority number one right now, try and get Josh Donaldson back. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, uh, they're going to have to either they're going to have to sign another big bat of some kind. If it's not bring Donaldson back, they they've got to to get another big bat. And I think the easy thing to do is, is get Donaldson back. So that that's priority number one. And they're going to have to get a catcher to platoon with Flowers, and they're going to sign a starter, either Bumgarner or I wouldn't rule out Cole Hamels or somebody like that right. either. So that's the three not, things. Not going right to get it on Garrett Cole. No. Probably not. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'd love it, but they're not spending. Have you got Disney Plus? No. No, we won't ask this next question. Then. Okay. Do you uh, have Disney Plus? I do not. So neither one of us have seen The Mandalorian. Nope. Nathan Taylor wants to know what is more disrespectful? Saban using the last two minutes of the first half as practice or me forgetting that we had the pick 'em contest? I didn't forget that we had the pick 'em contest. I just forgot that Joel had gone against me for two picks and was now six down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. I forgot also that Richard Cross and I made a bet and that I won. And now he owes me dinner. Two of the other three guys on uh, Sports Talk Mississippi owe me dinner. You got three dinners coming then, right? I want them to get them all at once. I'm going to make y'all take me to Las Vegas and we're going to eat at Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse. Like, bring me the 25 ounces of Wagyu beef. They've got it. Did Gordon Ramsay have – no, that was Emerald. Never mind. What? Like, when we went to dinner in, in New Orleans, first football game of the year, we went by somebody's – but it Emerald. was Emerald. Emerald, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good place to eat. Uh, let's see here. Todd Pitts, what are our thoughts on a 4-7 and seven Ole Miss team with a week off to prepare for state? I think they'll be coming up with some exotic stuff. They do some exotic stuff. Yeah. They don't, they're not even coming up with it. Their, their offense, a lot of misdirection, a lot of what a coach would call eye candy, and it gets you going one way and bring it back the other. But I mean, honestly, they really just need to focus on you know running the football at Mississippi State. If you can do that, they're, they're going to have a good chance to win. 
Sam Mitchell says, I'm going to smoke ribs, Boston butt, and chicken for Thanksgiving. Is this acceptable? Absolutely. 100% is. is acceptable. You can cook whatever you want for Thanksgiving. Now, that said, I would do a turkey over the chicken just because I like to have turkey on Thanksgiving. But there is nothing wrong with what you're planning there, my friend. Enjoy it. Jay Henry wants to know, women's basketball plays Jackson State Thursday and they go against former Bulldog Amisha Williams. Are you excited to see her play again? I'm excited is a strong word. She was a small role player a few years ago. And, and was kind of to... just disappeared. Yeah, disappeared. Nobody really knows why she left the program. You know, that's just one of those things that happens. Glad to see she's, you know, Vic Schaefer talked about her today at the uh, press conference. Glad to see she's still getting an education and playing college basketball. Wish her the best, but excited is not the right word for me. Ty Hamill wants to make me feel physical pain here. Uh, is Joe the offensive Peter Sermon? <laughs> Similarities. Seems intelligent when you talk to him. Scheme is overly complicated. Asks too much of college players. Completely falls apart when he plays someone halfway decent. No apparent explanation as to exactly why the scheme isn't working. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I mean that. Gosh, it hurts to say it, but he just laid that out perfectly. Yeah. Um, so who's the Todd Grantham? Mm, Billy Napier. Ooh, I don't know. I was just thinking about hiring an offensive coordinator. You went all the way. Oh, I thought you were asking me. Like, well, I mean, I'm just like I'm still of the the opinion. Well, Joe Brady, then. That's what I'm. I'm still confused. I'm still convinced that state should. I'm not saying that they will. They should. Can I have a little foot room here, please? No. Your feet are like all the way on my side of the, the table here. I'm tired, man. I'm reclining. I'm tired too. Uh. Anyway, that they should go after him, but we'll see what happens. All right. Uh. Excuse me, R.J. Sweatman. What happens first in the Egg Bowl? Special teams miscue, a Gidry drop for an interception, blown coverage, or check with me. That's easy. Special teams miscue. So you, what, because what? you're either kicking off or receiving the opening kickoff. So you're, you're going to assume that right off the kickoff, we're going to have the first mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with. I'm not going to go with blown coverage because I think Ole Miss will run it. So that's not a good good idea. I think State gets the ball, and they'll uh, Gidry will drop a pass on the first drive. That's what I'm going to go with. But it's going to come after they bobble the opening kickoff. All right, if that happens, it just happens. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Double A back with us. I'm looking at the roster breakdown by class for MSU and a few other teams. One thing that really stood out to me was that Texas A&M lists five seniors on their roster of 128 players. How do you manage those numbers? Good question. You process guys. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all you can do. I mean, they, they will end up processing a bunch of guys. 15 to 17 players and just say, sorry, it's time to move on. Yeah. Jet West, what should I get my mom and wife for Christmas? Well, buddy, I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your wife either. You can't go wrong with jewelry, I guess. You know? Yeah. Can't go wrong with like pajamas type stuff, I've always found. You know, you get your wife some some pajamas. Not, not, I'm not talking about sexy stuff. I'm talking about. Comfortable stuff. Women love that. To me, in my in my experience, as far as your mother goes, do you have grandkids? Anything with their picture in it is good. I'll tell you what, you can get your wife because mm-hmm. I got my wife one of these for her birthday back okay. earlier this year. Go. Uh, it's this. Uh, I can find you the website if you really wanted to do this. I just just tweet at me and I will go find the website for you. Um, but it's this uh, thing that you hang on the wall, mm-hmm. and it's like the story of the Coleman's, and basically it's got my birthday, oh, okay, and then her birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the date we got engaged, yeah. and then the date we got married, and then our kids', kids. birthdays. I like that. And so it was pretty. It's pretty cool. Don't I get like anything it. that says "live, laugh, love." Don't be that person. I'll tell you. This is where we're getting my mom. 
It's some sort of digital picture frame. And what it does is it's there in her, her house and there's pictures constantly scrolling on it. But I can upload pictures from my phone or whatever right to that frame. So you and I could take a picture here in the Super Talk studios and it could be on Mama Mama Hey Dad's And it alerts her like, like there's right a little now. light or something that flashes to let her know you've got new pictures. Pretty cool, right? That's our, that's what we're getting my mom for Christmas. And I my mom doesn't even know what a podcast is, so I got no fear of her listening in on this. That makes me want to like steal your phone and just take a bunch of pictures of me making goofy faces. So she has to walk in and who is this oh, guy? I got some new pictures of my grand Who is that? <laughs> Brian, who called who is this person? Is I, that Joel? I've met your mom, but she probably doesn't remember me. No, she probably doesn't. She my mom always asked me the same question about my previous co host. How does he not have a girlfriend? <laughs> He's such a nice boy. Why does he not have a girlfriend? And I was just like, well, Mommy's physically disfigured. So, yeah, what could you expect? <laughs> Women have standards, Mom. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the P Sleepy Dog, as I will say here. How exciting is it that both men's and women's basketball appear to be very entertaining to watch? This should be a great year for hoops. Yeah. It really feels yeah. like it's going to be. Particularly coming off of a uh, disappointing football season so far. Yes. What, what is this here? Never mind. Uh, something happened. I'll, I'll tell you later. Cameron Crockett wants to know. I am a big. You're a big proponent of the eye test. That I am. Who do you think is better playing better according to the eye test? State or Ole Miss? Ole Miss. Yep. Ole Miss is the correct answer for this. The eye test tells me that Ole Miss is playing better. Yep. You know they they just put up three hundred thirty seven points and six hundred yards on LSU. Yeah. State put up less than three hundred yards and seven points on Alabama. This is not even. It's a no brainer. Yeah. I think he may be, and I may be wrong. Where he's going with that question is, you know, yesterday we on the show we discussed that MSU folks, you, you probably shouldn't be conceding the Egg Bowl already. I think you said it multiple times on the show yesterday, but to be clear, neither of us were saying with any, you know, sort of definitive measure that Ole Miss is going to lose. Right. We were just saying that it's two bad teams, it's two bad and, teams. And, and State could has just as good a chance as Ole Miss. Yeah. And I think I may have said I think State will win the game. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I test right now. It's, yeah. it's Ole Miss. Jay Smith, if you could invite one professional wrestler to your family's Thanksgiving, who would it be? He says one current wall one all time, but we'll just do one. One professional wrestler. To to Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean mine pretty much anything the answer would be Flair. Just because of the I would love to have just Flair. because of the entertainment value yeah, of that. It would be great. Uh Flair's Flair is a good answer. I would like to invite an in character undertaker just to see how that would go. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Kane just to like yeah. do the yeah Kane, do his can arms you, and can, the, you, can you do the honors on the turkey yeah and the grill just this, whoosh. Yeah. all right we're good to go uh, Kevin Wright place in the place on the top four of the line hashtag come on city not gonna happen buddy city's losing this weekend to Chelsea the young lions I hope uh, my in laws are all Ole Miss fans the hell did you marry into sir what were you thinking. <laughs> What's a good topic of conversation besides football, politics, religion? I would rather talk football, rather talk politics or religion with Ole Miss fans than football. Well, it depends on when the Thanksgiving is because you know some people do their oh, yeah, they do it Thanksgiving's after Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. and if you won the game, you feel bring free. it up, talk about it all day long. Yeah, yeah, talk about anything, but but football if, if state loses. I don't like turkey. What's a proper alternative to serve guests for a Thanksgiving meal? Ham's fine. Ham, a, a, a big pork roast is acceptable. We did a smoked prime rib last year. Can't go wrong there. But it was fantastic. You know, I, I like those. Uh, talked about ham a while ago. 
those honey hams. You know what I'm talking about? Honey baked like, ham. Yeah. Oh yeah. All those honey baked hams. So this is one. Of, don't don't ask me why I remember certain things, but this is one of the funniest things. Uh, my cousin Steven's dad, Victor from Vicksburg, ever said. So I I, I want to say it was after you know you know in the South you have a funeral, and people bring you food. Yep. Somebody brought a honey baked ham, and I remember we were just talking and it was good. And we were just talking, and Uncle Vic just said, you know, if somebody gave Stephen 20 minutes of quality time with that ham, there'd be nothing left but the bone. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> the, the, he gave him some quality time with the ham. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Forrest Hughes wants to know. We're, we're getting near the end here. Uh, this has been a long show. It's been a marathon. The one before Thanksgiving is always the, the egg bowl pre one. And we still got another one to do before the egg bowl. Uh, ham or turkey, and how do you cook it? So Thanksgiving Day, I'm a turkey. You got to have turkey, in my yeah. opinion. No offense to the people who just said they weren't having turkey, but turkey yeah. for me. I, I'm a turkey guy. Are you roasted in the oven? You want to smoke it? You want to fry it? I, I, smoked if if I have my preference, yeah. but I like fried too. Like, if, if you want to do it that we way, we were talking to Ben Portnoy, who's new on the beat this year and is from the north. He had never heard of fried turkey. So we gotta find some. We gotta get in some fried turkey. Uh, he also was calling it stuffing, and I wanted to punch him. There's none of that in my. Get all these northerners on the beat. Mm-hmm. As we head into rivalry, rivalry week. What do you consider the top West Coast rivalry? USC, West Coast? USC, UCLA. No, there's a lot of hatred in Stanford Cal, which is weird because you know, a lot of liberals. You think they'd be very tolerant of each other. Not trying to go too far down the political say, sphere. You better watch to, out, man. Uh, yeah, Washington, Washington State. The Apple Cup is a good one. Is Oregon, Oregon State that he? The Civil War. It's a good one. But the problem is that Oregon's really good, and yeah, Oregon State's it's not. Like hammering the nail. Back in like the mid two thousands, that was a really good rivalry because they were both really, really good. Probably, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Washington. I'm gonna go Stanford. Stanford Cal. They have a great trophy, the Axe. They have the uh, good. The name is just called the Big Game. And uh, the Stanford band is, is funny. Do you know what Stanford's fight song is? No. It's All Right Now by Free. Yeah. All right now. That's their fight song. You ever heard them play? The Stanford band doing that. Okay. We got a YouTube clip after the show. I, mean, I, I used to play NCAA football, but I don't know that I played Stanford all that much. No, so you probably I, didn't. It just, just doesn't stand out to me. One more from Forrest Hughes. Forrest, good questions today. You got all three on the show. Last year, we made it to the end of the third quarter before the Egg Bowl temp- tension surfaced. How far do we get this year? With as much as on the line, I could see some early shenanigans. It helps that uh, Matt Corral is probably not going to play all that much because he <laughs> the would, instigator. He'd be a little bit. But that said, you're going to have Willie Gay out there, honorary captain Jamal Peters. And you got to think, <laughs> and you got to think that like this is Leo's final collegiate game. Could be something old, like he's. A lot of no, no love lost there. It's gonna be like on the uh, water boy. A lot of, lot of pain in those eyes. Yeah, Brent. So uh, there, there's, there's some combustible elements. Yeah, we will say like it wouldn't shock me if there's a little shenanigans. Well, over under, uh, unsportsman likes first For, half. First half. First half. two and a half. Ooh, I'm tempted to go over. Right, we'll see. Zach Carlisle wants to know my favorite South Park character: Cartman, Randy Marsh, or Butters. Those are all. That's three fine choices, but the correct answer is Randy Marsh. Hilarious. One of the funniest characters in television history. Just just the absolute perfect loser dad. <laughs> just, just great. Love it. Uh, 
Okay, so Trey Taylor has an interesting question. And we may need you on this one because I don't know. Favorite Thanksgiving movie you have? What is a Thanksgiving movie? He said he can only think of two. What is a Thanksgiving movie? Mm-hmm. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? What, what is a Thanksgiving movie? You, I'm, I'm going to have to Google this. Oh, there really aren't any. Or, I so, mean. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? That's a Thanksgiving movie? I thought that was a Christmas movie. Dutch. I've seen Dutch. Dutch is a funny movie. It lists Adam's family values. Why are these Thanksgiving movies? Okay, hold on. Let's do this again. Now, we're going to Esquire.com's 29 best Thanksgiving. Okay, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles is evidently a Thanksgiving. I thought that was a Christmas movie. I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Uh, Why are there no Thanksgiving movies? I mean, there's like, you know, Halloween stuff. There's Christmas stuff. There's... I don't know. Thanksgiving is the holiday everybody overlooks. They're ready to go straight from Halloween to Christmas. Nobody likes Thanksgiving, except for me. I love it. I love the day. You know, I, I love the holiday of Thanksgiving. The thing with Thanksgiving is there's just no lead up to it and there's no after it. Right. Like Christmas to me. Because it goes straight into Black Friday and then you go into Christmas. Christmas to me, there's this humongous lead up. And then yeah. even after Christmas, that week between Christmas and New Year's is still Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So Thanksgiving just, is just this one day. There's like a, yeah, there's like a pre party and then there's a party and then mm. there's an after party. Yeah. Chris Griffin wants to know. Chris Griffin, DDS. So you're a dentist. He's a dentist, I, I assume. Like Isaac, not, Britt like, Baker. Yeah. And Isaac Yankum. Yes. Uh, I what, think, wait, Britt Baker's DDM in her. MD, I don't know. Anyway. She's she's just Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> well, he wants to know if I was intentionally mocking or channeling Coach Saban or the SEC shorts folks at Sunday's basketball game. I find it hard to believe that you like Coke and bottled water equally and place both bottles in front of you on purpose. That's what I do. I get a Coke and a bottle of water. Actually, I had, I had two bottles of water, but I drank one. I'm surprised you had uh, any water because I'm your water boy and I wasn't there Sunday. Well, I brought them on the way down. There you go. And then, uh, but yeah. I, I, so you can you can live I nearly them. lost. I, well, I'm, I don't want to, though. I nearly lost my Coke because I, I had it open. I'd taken like the first sip and then Iverson Molinar crashed into the table. And I just saw, I was like, oh, God, no. Because <laughs> I could see it temping over, getting me my laptop and everything. But fortunately, it didn't happen. So, all right. Uh, where are we? Colton Peterman. Worse for, worse for the state of Louisiana. Starting Saints quarterback Tua Tonga-Vailoa or starting Falcons quarterback Joe Burrow? That would hurt. That would hurt the, the people. It wouldn't hurt me but because yes. I'm, I don't have the connection there. But, yes, there would be Saints fans who like, oh, God, no. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the one. And that what's the, the Falcons are like what two and they played better. They're the three and weeks. seven. Yeah, they, they beating the Saints has sort of turned them around a little bit. Yeah. Will Eubank saw a post that had Dak in the running for MVP. Do you think he could beat out Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson? Guys start winning some more games. Mm-hmm. The numbers are good though. Boy, wouldn't that be something that tight end win the NFL MVP? What's funny right now is last year's they've been winning right. Oh, Dak's numbers aren't great though. They're just it's just you know he's got a good team. This year they're not winning as much, but his numbers are great. Well, you know, winning's all about it. People, I've never seen a player, I don't understand what it is, but there has never been a player that I can remember where people are so quick to narrative him, just just to do whatever you can to discredit this guy. What has he done? Well, part of it, part of it's just been the Cowboys quarterback, because Romo, yeah. Romo was pretty polarizing, too. I guess. I guess you're right. Let's see here. Uh... Christopher Gates, is Steve Robertson still my good friend? And if so, why is he banned from Sports Talk Mississippi? He is my good friend. Uh, banned from Sports Talk Mississippi. 
I don't know anything about that, but here's what I would ask you. What's he going to come on there to talk about? Mississippi State? That's my job. Yeah. The, Shortstop Mississippi generally doesn't get a Mississippi State beat writer to come on because you are the Mississippi State. Yeah, they've already got a Mississippi beat State beat writer. Who? What else do they, do they need? You know, I I can cover it. Uh, let's see here. And if they needed another one, they they give me they, a check. So maybe yeah, they'd call me. You are technically part of the Super Talk family. It's true. I definitely we, get. Some we don't of, have radio. I definitely get the we have Super, family Super Talk money. For sure. Yeah. Forrest Hughes, another question here. Uh, most schools seem to be trending towards offensive-minded head coaches. Do you think Mississippi State, whose best team seem to be built around great defense, should buck that trend if they get another coach? I say no, and I'll tell you why. I am not a big fan of defensive head coaches. I am a big fan of offensive head coaches who hire good defensive coordinators and say, just take care of it. All right? That's what Mullen did with Grantham and when his best teams were. That's what Moorhead is more or less. Not, not that Moorhead's a great coach, but he's done that with Shoup. He just left him alone. I always worry about defensive coaches. For whatever reason, they, they, they want to get a little more involved. And I, I just think it's easier to find good defensive coaches than it is good defensive coordinators than it is to find good defensive coordinators who make good head coaches. When you look around the SEC, though, right now, all the top teams are basically defensive head coaches. They are, but they are also at the elite programs. And Florida's not. That's true. That's true. But Smart, Saban, and Ogeron, yeah. But Saban and Orgeron, for me, are sort of CEO coaches. They just let their guys do it. Now, not, not so much yeah, on defense for Saban. He didn't used to. No, he didn't used to, but he does now. And then uh, Smart, offensively, they, they haven't been good because he hasn't been able to. When he has that Saban moment and he's allowed, he, when he finds his lane given, yeah. then that, Georgia's really going to take off. Uh, let's see here. Oh, hey, I, I did this thing earlier today where they said uh, they had to, to describe your favorite movie as stupidly as possible. So mine was, I don't know if you saw it, mine was uh, Mentally Unstable Clown Thwarted by Trust Fund Kid in Costume. So d- your favorite Mentally movie. Mentally Unstable Clown uh-huh. Thwarted by Trust Fund Christmas Kid, kid in, in Costume. <laughs> right? And so we got some other ones here. Dimwitted Crimson Tide Star Becomes War Hero also turns out to be nifty ping pong player. That that would be mine, by the way. Is that yours? Yes. Okay. Schizophrenic guy beats himself up in a bar parking lot. It's a good one. Uh, I like this. An estranged father and son have a heartfelt reunion while teddy bears fight Nazis. This one took me a minute. What is that? I don't know what that is. It's Return of the Jedi. Oh. <laughs> oh me. So, uh, is that it? Last one. This last one? Yeah. No, we got two more. I'm sorry. Courtney Maroon, who wants to know. I, I, I think it's Maroon. It could be Maroon. And if, if your name is Courtney Maroon and you're a state fan, that's pretty well done. I live in South Carolina. I want to attend at least one of the state games, the men's basketball tourney near Myrtle Beach. Too many people attend these games, think I'll be the lone state fan there. You won't be the only state fan there. I have a friend. He didn't. He's not going this year, but he has skipped this pre-Egg Bowl game for like the last three years and gone to whatever these tournaments are. And he has, he says, hey, it's a great time. Myrtle Beach is a cool place to go. Uh, he's, he went to Charleston. He went to Puerto Rico a couple of years ago. And there's 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 state fans who make those trips. You yeah. won't be alone. Yeah. So I mean, you definitely be few in number, but you will not be alone. You will not be alone. I mean, and that's so Myrtle Beach isn't that far away. And honestly, I mean, who's coming to the football game? There might be fewer. There might be more people at the basketball game. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, brick by brick. We are on the season of gift giving and receiving. What's the best and worst Christmas gift you've received and that you've given? 
So what's the best gift you ever got? Oh, my gosh. This is where I need to start reading the questions before the show better. Um, I have to tell you what. Uh, best Christmas present that I have ever gotten. I can remember when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Or maybe earlier than that, six, seven, however old I was, when like we, my brother and I got the Super Nintendo, and I thought that was that, that's the, mine. the coolest I got thing the, the ever. First, the Nintendo Entertainment System, that was the first one. That's that's my number one. What's the best gift you've ever given? Best I've ever given. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing's nothing. That's, yeah, that, that's tough, right? It's tough yeah. like you know, I mean I give my kids some stuff that, that like blew their mind. But you know. Nothing nothing really, you know. Yeah. That's tough. What about the worst? Do you have a worst? I'm sure it's some clothing item that like I thought was hideous that I couldn't say yeah. so in the My moment. wife once got me some rugby shirts. And I don't wear rugby shirts. Like she got me like three rugby shirts, and it's like, I don't like to wear shirts that have cuffs. Yeah, I can't stand that. Like it drives me crazy. That's why if you've never noticed, I'm almost always wearing short, short sleeves. Yeah, I'd rather just wear a jacket, and I can take it all. I can't stand to have like cuffs. And when I wear a sweater, I get sweaters that like just have the sleeve in. They if there's a cuff, I'm not doing that. And so those these shirts all had cuffs. I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> so since since then she's. She's, she's pretty much stuck to like you know sporting sporting team T-shirts is my clothing at Christmas socks and, and underwear. Um, the worst gift I ever gave. I oh it's the same thing. I thought I knew women's sizes and I got my wife some jeans, and that I was way way off way off. And she was just like I can't even wear these. And so and plus they were not. She did not like them. I'll put it that way. So I was like okay. Never again, and I have not bought clothing since. And, and you know, like I'm sure I probably, at some point in the last 16 years, given Katie something that she thought was just the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, not not that we are. I mean, we are completely honest with it. But in the moment, she would have pretended like it was the greatest thing ever. You right. know, so it, it would just be. I don't know. It would be interesting to get her on here and be like, "What's the worst thing I ever gave you?" Yeah. Because she could probably, you know, now now with time passed, she would be willingly sharing that information. I don't know what it'd be, though. Well, there you go. I may go home and ask her. You need to do that. All right. That was a long show. One, that was maybe the longest one ever. Hour 35? Is that what it was? We're coming up on it. We are coming up on it. All right. Tomorrow's show, uh, more Egg Bowl talk, plus some big news. Uh, on Thursday, Joel and I are going to talk to MSU head baseball coach Chris Lamonis. So, you know. I know that guy. He does not play in For Love of the Game. You're right. <laughs> so we're going to talk to him. Uh, I want to talk to him, obviously, about the, the season coming up. But we said last week that we wanted to talk to somebody who understood baseball recruiting a little bit more than us. I think we found him. So yeah. we'll talk a little baseball recruiting, but may, but also a lot of talk about this upcoming season and what he's bringing back uh, in year two of the Lamonis era here at Mississippi State. So looking forward to that. Hope you guys are, too. Have a great Wednesday. It should be about 930 if you just started this podcast when you started your work day. So I got you. We got you through a good bit of it. If you listen to it again, it'll be lunchtime. So, there you go. That's a good thought. Have a great one. Talk to you again for Joel T. Coleman. Ooh. I'm Brian Hayden. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Mississippi Media Production.